Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn Miles with the Autumn Miles Show. It's midweek. So excited about that. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, you guys. God has really worked in this whole week of shows, I believe. I can just feel his presence. It's amazing what the word of God will do to your heart when it's even when it's weary, even when you're like, oh, I'm tired. I got a lot. I got four kids. It's amazing how the word of God truly does encourage you. You know, I want to thank you guys for listening. We have had such an awesome really year and a half here at the Autumn Mile Show. Um, Actually, no, it's been longer than that. This is our new time slot. We've been in a year and a half. Can you believe that? Isn't that crazy? We've actually been doing the show, I think, for like two and a half years. Is that right? Yeah. So it's been amazing just to see you guys, meet you guys. I love to hear that you're listening. One of the great needs we have is just for you guys to give. We're listener supported. We've had lots of people step up and give. Um, And I would encourage you, if this ministry has blessed you at all in the last two and a half years, let's hope it blessed someone, Dan. (laughs) I know it has because we've heard from you. I would just, it blessed Dan. Dan, that is precious. I love it so much. Oh, Dan, Dan's a, Dan's a listener. If it has blessed you at all, you know, I would, I would just ask you to pray about giving. We have a lot of vision for the show and a lot of opportunity for the show, but you know, resources sometimes can deter or slow down. We don't believe it's slowing down anything that God has planned for us. However, it is a resource that God uses So if it has encouraged you at all, I would just encourage you to give no pressure, but the need is um, for our listeners to, to step up and give. If the spirit of God is laying it on your heart, you can go to autumnmiles.com and give, you can give us one, one, one time gift. Um, You can give us a reoccurring gift. It doesn't matter. We will be very grateful for anything that you're able to offer. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I do want to say you can reach us over on social media. Um, a lot of you guys follow along on social media and it's so awesome to hear from you. I love it when, um, y'all, y'all are just so sweet with, Hey, listen to this podcast. Cause these shows, a lot of these shows are podcasted as well. And you share them with your friends, you know, that every time we see that, cause there's a team of people that are working on our social media. We see that. And, um, we know that, uh, that God is blessing our hearts when you guys, we know that we're doing something right. We know that the spirit of God is amongst us when you guys um, share it with your friends. Like there's so greater honor to me, honestly. Um, Okay. So I have a word for you guys today and I'm going to say, I talk about this a lot because we are in this um, culture that doesn't like to wait. I don't want to talk about waiting so much today as delaying. Um, delaying is something that, um, (laughs) waiting is actually genius. If you think about God (laughs) waiting, I have said this for years is one of the principles that God uses to challenge our faith, to strengthen our faith, to, um, 
force us to seek him harder um, than anything else than, than, uh, with nothing happening. Like you're waiting and the waiting, I know every time I'm in a season of wait um, and I don't, I can't feel the Lord and I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in his word, I'm praying, but I can't feel. And not that, not that a, a believer has to feel all the time, but it is amazing when you can feel the presence of God there, there, there is a, a waiting of even feeling from the Lord or even hearing from the Lord. And you kind of, you haven't heard from him in a week or two. And you know what I'm saying? Or, or you're praying about a mate or you're praying about, you know, a next step in your life or whatever. And you believe that God has said that he is going to give you a promise. But then there's a really long time period that passed before, uh, after the promise was given, before you see it, there's, there's some sort of delay you know, waiting is one of those tools that God does use. It's written into many things that God himself did, but also Jesus did when he, when he stepped foot on the earth, you know, even creation, there was, um, God could have done it all in one day and he didn't, he strung it out. It was, you know, uh, he, he, he produced light. He produced things in in um, shifts that we call days, but, but there was a waiting period even for everything to be formed and created. You know, there is a waiting period when God gave Abraham the covenant. Then he had to wait for years and years before Isaac was ever born, the beginning of, of the covenant. There was a waiting period when before, after Jesus was born and, and before he started his public ministry. There was a waiting period after Jesus started his public ministry and before his um, ultimate purpose, which was the the resurrection of, of, of himself. There was a waiting period after his crucifixion and before his resurrection of, of three days. Delay, wait, is written in God's plan for himself, God's plan for his son, but it's written into God's plans for our life as well. Because when there is some sort of a wait or some sort of a delay, God is very active. And that delay is on purpose for a purpose in our lives. But a lot of times we get so sidetracked and we get focused on the delay, not focused of the God who allowed the delay. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. I want you to go uh, with me if you're in your car. Don't because I don't want you to die in your car. Exodus 32, we are going to pick it up in a very simple scripture that a lot of people have probably heard, read, learned in Bible school. This is going to be very, very familiar to you. And you're going to be like, I've heard it. I've seen it. But you know what? Sometimes we can learn something in Bible school as a kid and then as an adult go back to a very familiar passage and it um, totally revolutionizes our thought process. It's interesting, um, the truths that we pull out as, as a child in a passage are not the same truths that we pull out as an adult in a passage. Um, so I invite you to go back to those familiar stories and ask the Spirit of God to speak to you Um uh, whatever, whatever it is that he wants you to hear based on um, what you're going through in your life. Exodus 31, let's pick it up in verse 17. It says, it is between me and the sons of Israel forever. For in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth. But on the seventh day, he ceased from labor 
and was refreshed. I could even talk about that verse, but we're going to move on to verse 19. When God, he, had finished speaking with him up on Mount Sinai, he gave Moses two tablets of the testimony, tablets of stone written by the finger of God. Now, let me set this up for you. Um, Moses had uh, the, led the children of Israel um, from Egypt. And, you know, they had come through the Red Sea. Everything was great uh, for a time. And God said, listen, Moses, I want to talk to you. I want you to come up with me. I want to meet with you on Mount Sinai. So he left his brother in charge, which, you know, (laughs) uh, should have been a good idea. But Moses went up on Mount Sinai and he met with the Lord. And when he met with the Lord, God was giving him the Ten Commandments, you guys. He met with the Lord, which is why he left. And something incredible was happening. Something very supernatural, very spiritual was happening. God was displaying um, his law for his people to his servant, Moses. There was no inactivity. There was a lot of activity. More so activity than there would have been with Moses standing with the Israelites. There was much more happening than there ever would have been between Moses and God if Moses was not up on Mount Sinai. Now, in my study, I know that Moses was gone from Israel about 40 days, okay? A month, 10 days. It's not very long, okay? It's not not really long. Very short time period, but this is what happens now when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain. The people assembled about Aaron and said to him, come, make us a God who will go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. Now, Moses left. He did not tell the people what he was. He didn't know what he was going to (laughs) do. He just knew that God said, come up. I need to hang out with you a little bit. Um, Moses did not know that he was going to give him the Ten Commandments. So he didn't tell his people. And 40 days previously, the people were praising God for coming through the Red Sea. They were praising God for his provision. Um, They had just seen a huge miracle, huge, that we all still talk about today, thousands of years later. And isn't it interesting that in 40 days, a simple short delay from hearing from Moses, they immediately start asking the questions that I believe that we ask ourselves on a regular basis. Well, I haven't heard from God. God hasn't perform my request in 40 days, what has become of him? What has happened to him? Maybe he didn't hear me. Maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's not listening. Maybe I have sin in my life that I need to get rid of. Maybe I need to serve more at the church because God is not answering. There is a delay of some sort. As I read this passage of scripture fresh and anew, I realized that 
what the people did and assumed about Moses, we do and assume about God all the time. Let me read it again. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people assembled about Aaron and said to him, come make for us a God who will go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. In 40 days, they went from pledging their allegiance to God, the God. They went from that to pledging their allegiance to a God. And I want this to convict you a little bit. Um, I don't want to come down harsh on you because, I mean, me, myself, and I have been right in this particular situation. But if God has said something, if he, if he allows some sort of delay on, in your life, you need to understand, and based on the scripture, I think this is incredibly encouraging, that he is not inactive in your delay, but a lot of times he is producing more in your delay in the supernatural than he ever would if there wasn't a delay. He was so active producing the tablets of the testimony and giving them to Moses and meeting with the leader, he, it, with, with the leader of the nation. He was so active during that time. He was not inactive. He hadn't forgotten. As a matter of fact, he was tuned in more than ever on the direction of the future of the nation of Israel. He was invested more than ever. He was active more than ever. He was for, for uh, trying to create a structure for them to please him in the coming days and the coming years. And yet, the people interpreted that as inactivity. I don't know about you, but today this is even convicting my own heart, even though I've already been convicted about it. We have to understand that a delay from God and him asking us to wait is really incredibly profitable for us in things to come, in our future, in our future relationships, in our future with our children. It is very profitable for us when there is a delay. So they say... We don't know what's become of Moses, so make for us a God. Again, turning their attention from the God to a God. Aaron said to them, no, I don't know why Aaron did this. Like, come on, Aaron. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Tear off the gold rings which are in your ears of your wives, your sons, your daughters, and bring them to me. And all the people tore off the gold rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he took from their hand and fashioned with a graving tool and made it into a molten calf. And they, and they said, this is your God, O Israel, whom you brought up from the land of Egypt. Now, when Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. Now, um, I want to talk about this moving from the God to a God during the delay. When we delay, especially if it's like a mate, um, uh, you know, children, um, when there is some sort of delay, it is it is very easy. I want to talk about just man and woman relationships for just a second. When we're waiting on a husband of some sort or a wife, okay, um, it is you should expect 
Satan to come in and tempt you with someone that's not good for you. You should expect him to do that. If you're a believer and you're standing in faith and you're walking, that is a very easy temptation of Satan because it works a lot. And people think, oh, this is the one. And then, you know, they get into a relationship with a man or a woman that is not healthy. They do not love the Lord. They, they, uh, the, the, the godly partner is making up all sorts of excuses for this, this person that doesn't love the Lord. They're not on the same page spiritually. They end up compromising sexually. And before you know it, you're worshiping a God and not the God. I want, I want you to pause right now while you're listening to me. And I, I, and I want you to identify if this, if this show has really caught your attention, I want you to identify, you know, have I started serving a different God because the God has put me in delay. This is quite a sobering thought. You know, if you sit down and you think about it now, some of us worship our emotions. Hello. God has delayed and therefore we're mad. We're so angry at him. We're so frustrated. We can't even open our Bibles. Because God, how could God? I've been waiting. I've been, I've been serving in the church. I've been doing, we're mad at God. We're mad that he hasn't come through. We're frustrated. Can God handle your anger? Absolutely. He's God. But some of us have put our emotions over the trust that there is an active God that has asked us to delay. We are serving a God rather than the God. Our God is our emotions and our feelings. And that's what we're bowing down to every single day. You know, this is convicting and sobering, yet so true and so practical. Because I see it every single day. I see it. And it's been me. It's been me as well. The delay is for your benefit, not for your destruction. And when we focus on the delay, we deconstruct ourselves rather than focusing on the God that allows the delay. That's exactly what the nation of Israel did to themselves. Moving right along in the passage of scripture that is super convicting and we all want it not to be in the Bible. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation. Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. Now, I love this. Lord, the Lord and Moses are hanging out with the Ten Commandments and the finger of God is writing all this inspired, these inspired rules. On the tablets in verse seven, the Lord spoke to Moses. I'm in 32, Exodus 32, verse seven. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, go down at once for your people whom you've brought up from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have quickly turned aside from the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and have sacrificed to it and said, this is your God, O Israel, whom have, have, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people and behold, they are an obstinate people. And then he's mad. Then let me alone that my anger may burn against them, that I may destroy them and I will make of you a great nation. Yikes. 
This makes, this just scares me a little bit. God is a God of love, but he, he will not share his glory, especially with something as stupid as a molten man-made calf. He will not do it. Um, it's interesting to me that the, the, uh, the verbiage that the Lord used here, the Lord spoke to Moses and said, go down at once for your people whom we have brought up from the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves, have corrupted themselves, have corrupted themselves. You know, we can look at a delay and we think that God is trying to corrupt us or God is trying to destroy us or he has got it out for us. Isn't it interesting that the, that what he says is they have corrupted themselves. I think that's a point that, that, um, we don't talk about, but we need to make note of, you know, the weight is not meant to harm. It's meant to produce. The delay is not meant to harm. It's meant to produce. But it is one of those principles that if not fully trust, trusted uh, in the power of God in, can we can corrupt ourselves. They have corrupted themselves. Now, the Lord didn't do that. He didn't, um, he didn't kill everybody because Moses asked him not to. And it's one of those places in scripture where God listened to Moses. But I wonder today if that, if you find yourself there, if you find yourself somewhere um, corrupting yourselves, serving an idol that is so stupid because it's made of your own hand, it's made of your own work, it's made of your own striving. It did not deliver you from the nation of Israel, uh, Egypt. Only God's grace and his love and his forgiveness and his salvation could do that through his son. And yet you've sort of put a calf on a pedestal simply because there is a delay. I wonder, I wonder if that's you today. And you know what? Here's, here's the deal with God. His, uh, his mercy is everlasting. They're new every morning. And I know myself, I, just with my first marriage specifically, I know um, I didn't want to wait for God's best. So I put myself up on a pedestal and did what Autumn wanted, and it got me divorced and abused. I, there's been times in my life where I did not want to wait. I wanted to do it my way. And every time I've chosen to put Autumn on make autumn a golden calf. It has always led to me corrupting myself. I wonder today if you're focused on the delay and you're not focused on the God of the delay. I wonder if you find yourself in a place of, of just corruption and you don't know how to get out. You don't know where to go and you don't know where to turn. And the delay has literally destroyed you. There is a God who is gracious. And when you repent, just like the Nate now, they had consequences, but they did repent. When you repent, he does come back in in relationship with you. I wonder, we hear all the time, you know, I don't know where to go from here. My life is in such a mess. My life is in such turmoil. I wish I would have. I wish I would have believed. I wish I would have waited especially in marriage. I wish I would have. 
there is a God right there that is standing right there to lead you on and to put you on a path to put your life back together. I hope this encourages you guys today. You know, delay is rough. But know if you're in a season of delay, God is very active. He's very active. You just can't see it. You have to believe it. You have to trust by faith. It's a decision to trust by faith. that His delay will produce something in your life. I hope this encourages you guys um, today as you move forward in your lives, in your lives that are seeking the Lord. I, I know for myself, I will continue to tell the story until the day that I die, the delay in receiving my children. I thought moments when I was alone, when I could feel under the attack of the enemy, I felt like God was being cruel because why was the delay so long? I didn't understand it. And what I didn't realize is that my son Moses wasn't even conceived yet. My daughter Haven wasn't even conceived yet. How could he give me something that wasn't even a thing yet? But I had the promise. And I had to trust him in that delay. And now, of course, they're both three years old. I hope this encouraged you guys today. I'm going to say that again. I hope this encouraged you guys today. Because we hear a lot about waiting in our emails and in our inboxes. Um, God is so active in your delay. You have to trust that he is. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word. 100.7 FM.